2: This is a new world order, and I am your Chancellor of Zane Australia, Zane C. Weber. And with me at the table this evening for our first take of this intro are uh, <laughs> President Sebastian of the United States of Seb America
1: and El Presidente Jefe Grande Andrew Schosler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia.
2: Good evening, gentlemen. Good evening. Hello. So,
1: Seb, I've noticed you've changed your title. Well, how? How, oh, I how, said president this time. President, how I did leader. say president. Well, how long there have you, you go. How long have you not been the supreme leader now? <laughs> it's just this take, really. But Incredible. It's fine. It's fine. I'm
2: good with it. Is, it. is it legit? Have you changed well, it? I was actually about to re-Google
0: what slogan <laughs> I was going to change um, Sub-America to. You know, so I'm going to you... go whole hog and go, yep, president from now on. I've dictated that and I'm changing my, uh, my motto, which uh. we'll find out at the
2: very end of the episode.
1: The way things go in Sub-America, <laughs> that's as legitimate as the government gets. <laughs> so
2: capricious. So capricious. All right. Well, who has an issue that we want to talk about?
1: I do. Immediately. All right. Right now. Good. All right. (laughs) Crime is unfortunately still a major problem in Entropolia.
2: Well, I mean, (coughs) Australia isn't surprised. I'm surprised. You guys are so um, clean. It's weird.
1: Well, the environment is pristine. We really do have a, a, a world benchmark record for, uh, for our environment and our penguins, which have never come to harm despite the you know, incredible amount of arms manufacturing and uranium mining <laughs> that, we, that we carry out in our rainforest. Well, we didn't destroy our national animal, unlike other countries at the table.
0: We didn't destroy them. We just taught them the true meaning of struggle.
2: <laughs> we don't destroy our national animal. We just eat them.
1: Well,
0: there you are. And a
2: fine choice that yeah, is because peacocks right. are delicious.
0: History's greatest monsters sit at the table with me.
2: That's terrible. <laughs> Our, my national animal didn't die of uranium poisoning. Not all of them died
1: and those that lived are stronger than ever. That's exactly right. That's <laughs> why you race them. Heads? That's why you race them and starve them. <laughs> and no, no, then, no, we house and them. And then put them out for adoption once they have become useless to your gambling industry. Technically because I
0: promoted uh, government employees, taking them in, all my dogs now have government housing. Do your dogs, or sorry, your penguins and no. peacocks get government housing? No.
1: Nobody in Andropoli gets government housing. We abolish charity. Our, Proudly.
2: Our, our peacocks frolic freely about the entire country. One
1: time,
0: just onto my, my dinner plate. Just onto my dinner plate and into my stomach.
2: Yeah. It's
1: true freedom. <laughs> All right. Well, in that vein of being a monster and a horrible monster, the Andropolians have a proposal before them to institute a secret police force. Right. Ooh. Anarchists have been cov- covertly putting up anti-government posters all over Andropolia. Some of your closest advisers have suggested the implementation of a secret police force to deal with the more mm, difficult members of society. By
2: difficult, they mean persistent? <laughs> <laughs>
1: Loud? <laughs> Loud. Uh, correct. Youthful. Um, <laughs> <laughs> sometimes a government has got to deal with something without having to go through the proper channels, says Ludwig Fan, mm. who does not exist mm. within any of Andropolia's records. It happens sometimes and we have to deal with it. It's not just anarchists either. It's the terrorists, the criminals, the traitors, and the goddamn hippies. With the secret police, we can arrest the troublemakers and torture them to find other dissenters without having to worry about fiddly matters like human rights.
2: Okay, well, he's just right out laid it on the table. Terrorists equals skippies yeah, equals with, torture. Yes. So he's basically full McCarthy.
1: He's, he's full McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> McCartney. McCarthy. Anybody who I'm is. I'm sure McCartney's got something <laughs> to do with it as well. He's the only surviving being. I know, member. right? Or is he? Aha! <laughs> uh-huh. oh. uh, Full McCarthy, anybody who is deemed an enemy of the state can be hauled away and tortured and done with uh, as the government pleases. Or as the person in charge of the police force pleases.
2: And, well, I guess the point there is, is you're still doing it underhandedly. Like, you're not making oh. torture legal and part of the process no, no. You're just kind of it's doing just saying it.
1: it's going to happen yeah. and we're going to do it and we're not answerable to anybody.
2: Mm. I don't like it. No do Australia I. does not stand for it. No,
1: that is an awful decision. <sighs> yeah. You have to address its efficacy. Whether or not it actually is effective in reducing crime. Torture we all know is not an effective method. Do we know that we do yeah, know we do. Oh, is torture? Yeah. Is there stuff on that? No. Oh, good. torture is notoriously unreliable okay. for getting information. There
2: have been particular studies done since Guantanamo using the information that they got there and what of it turned out to be true, and it's less than twenty percent. So it's almost like rate. people will tell you anything
1: to stop yeah. the torture. Yeah, yep, absolutely, yeah. absolutely. Yeah. absolutely. Hmm. They'll tell you anything that the that the torturer uh, that they think the torturer wants to hear. You know, okay. whether it whether it's just sounds legitimate or whether it's completely absurd, but they'll believe it, and it, you'll just you just want the pain to stop. Well, that seems fair. It, as in like, <laughs> no, 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 from the torturee's perspective. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 completely useless as 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 an actual um, policing method. It's rubbish. But
0: not that I'm advocating for torture. The concept of torture might be a pretty good
1: deterrent. But, but you're hiding
0: Future it. activity. Ah, uh, secret police. That's how they get you.
1: Torture as a deterrent is is um, along the lines of using the death penalty as a deterrent. Mm. It doesn't do any deterring at all. The only e- even
2: prison is has been shown to not serve as a deterrent for crime yeah, the
1: only The only thing it really achieves um, very well is by making everybody else, mm. uh, especially somebody with um, oh not a not a vendetta but somebody who has legitimate cause to you know, seek some sort of justice to make them feel better. Yeah. In some way. Yeah. That's that's the only thing it can ever really hope to achieve, which is rubbish. So, option 1, I can dismiss that straight I away. Think, e- I w-
2: think I think you yeah. have the backing of the council for that one.
1: Exactly right. If there's if there's going to be secret police in Andropolia, it is not going to be covert. Don't listen to that idiot. Whispers, Seamus Rubio. <laughs> <laughs> one of... I made a bold choice that was wrong. <laughs> One of your more guilt-ridden hun- persons. I don't know how you feel about this, but I think this would be a bad path for our government to go down. Andropolia shouldn't resort to deceit and off-the-record brutality to put people away. A secret police force would ruin our fine nation. It's time our government was candid with its people and let them say what they want.
0: And then they turned off the bedroom light and went to sleep. Was that was... That... <laughs>
1: And Andropolia was perfect forever after that. Everybody was happy.
2: <laughs> so they're just saying let them say whatever they want.
1: He's basically saying forget the police force, forget, uh, forget the secret police force. Yeah, so
2: it's not abolishing police or anything. No. But no, no thought police.
1: As far as these anarchists are concerned yeah. who are plastering anti-government um, posters around, let them say what they want. Now,
0: that's currently what we I would do. The Sub-American thing is literally, yeah, Get out of people's heads. This whole thing's about, do you, you know?
1: That's exactly right. And uh, the Andropolian ideal is to be rid of the government anyway. So what does it matter if somebody at the moment hates what little scrap of government remains? I would be very
2: interested to see if there is join up with the anarchy movement option on that. (laughs) (laughs) There Let's uh, hand the government over to them.
1: There is one more option. Oh, okay. So... First one was to implement a real secret police with torture and South American hippies. government style. Yes, yes, yes. And the second one is not to implement one at all. Mm-hmm. Uh and in fact let anarchists and and other dissenters say exactly Run what wild. they're thinking. And I'm running with that one for for the moment. That mm. that has my that has my um, my my backing.
2: Zane Zane Australia wants all the data before making <laughs> a call, but I uh, that is <laughs> I think that's the definitely more appealing of those
1: two. Of oh, the two?
2: Yes. Yeah.
1: Or how about we be candid and have a secret police force, <laughs> says Amelia <laughs> Alassade, your head spy from behind a newspaper with eyes hole cut out. Eye holes cut out.
0: <laughs> what a terrible spy. Okay. <laughs> we,
1: just, we could just reassign all the normal police into secret police. The beauty of this is that we won't have to bother with solving crimes if it doesn't benefit the government. It's what we've always wanted. Not what our people want, of course, but if they complain, we can just make them disappear.
2: So they're turning the regular police force into a secret police force. But not replacing As, it. as basically hit men for the government.
1: Basically, into an um, a, a, a dictator's arm. Yeah, exactly The right. only
2: option here is option number two. <laughs> I think.
0: What's better, three, or, three or one? Like, I guess <laughs> for me, it's one because you actually still have police that will do yeah. the right thing in theory, not well, just secret. They're police. after
2: criminals, but like <laughs> we were comparing them to McCarthy before, and like that's, I think that's pretty apt. Like McCarthy didn't. Accomplish much except for nothing, no, No, except for running ruining people's lives and livelihoods. So that was the aim. So they really accomplished
1: everything. It was a a political tool, it had you know, it it was all communism on the surface, rooting out communists, Uh, but it was really just about rooting out political enemies.
2: I would say, if your government is in fact a beneficial force in the world then having an enforcing arm of it would not be a totally terrible thing
1: pendulet Pendulette yeah. made a really good point and it kind of solidified it in my mind uh he was talking about obama and at uh, another time uh sort of into his into his second term there were large calls, especially once Obamacare was really mm. um, being being rolled out or in the process of being rolled out. Um, there was a big move for for the the president Obama at the time to simply have many many more powers than than have already been enumerated to him. Yes, and Pendulum kind of made the point that okay, even if even if you had a perfect candidate, and during his term he would do everything. Um, he, he would be benevolent in absolutely everything that he did. No matter what power you gave him, they would only ever be used for good and for and for forwarding the society. Once his term is up, the office remains, and all the powers that you gave the mm. office of the president then carry over into and the I next think
2: one. We have a perfect example of a person we don't want with those powers in there at the moment.
1: Speak for yourself, Sam. Oh Look, <laughs> that <But> also, today.
2: <laughs> also, even if you have someone who's going to do all the good things, make all the right choices, be the best person they can be, you're assuming that they have all of the correct information all the time. A president can make what is the right choice at the time and it turns out to be wrong because of yes. the information they didn't have. Yes. Uh, so while that is not a great option... Be- for exactly that reason, I think the only option is number two. Like- it, yeah, it,
1: it, it, it really is. As far as... Well,
0: <coughs> if I can step in for a second. There.
2: Yes, in a situation where the power
0: does get passed on to another person, it can be terrible. But that's not happening now. What do you mean? You're, you are Andrew. Yes. This is you. The reins never get handed off to someone else. Are you the right person for the power to remain with? Because it literally will absolutely be you and only you.
1: I I would have the ultimate say. That's exactly right. You will
0: always have the ultimate say is more important. Yes.
1: And as far as (laughs) if I'm approaching this really morally, then it doesn't matter what I think Mm. is the right thing to do because I shouldn't be deciding on yeah. behalf of other people.
2: I mean, it's all part of Andrew Many, many, many things. Yeah, exactly is right. to let everyone make their
0: own choices. Okay, because I thought with the downsizing of government, having more powers go to one person means less divisions of government to sort out these things. Suddenly, your word now replaces 20 departments.
1: Ah, that's not, that's not a reduction in government, though. If all you do is reassign who gets the powers oh. without getting rid of the powers, then you're not really reducing So you're, you're
0: more about getting rid of the powers, not the size of the actual government. Like you don't want too much money going into the running of the country. It's not so much that. It's the division of power. pamphlet
1: constitution. That is what I am working What towards. Andrew says. Re- no, 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 not what Andrew says. It just repeal absolutely yeah. everything you can possibly to have this one little document that will enumerate as many powers as are necessary to, 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 to function for those things that the private market, mm. uh, that, that, that the free market cannot address okay. um, efficiently or, or, mm. or, um, or address in a way that is satisfactory to the population.
0: For the that's record, it. I would be taking two as well.
1: <laughs> so, enough chatter.
2: Yeah. Let's see what happens.
1: Number two it Civil is, we will never have a.
0: Way up. While that's loading, <laughs> I served a customer today that actually was wearing a Make America Great Again. Hat uh, first time I've seen one because we live in Australia in you know person you know in front of me, and that's when I realized cool the thing I want to do is kick the guy in the head over the counter, and I was like it's good to know because you see him on TV and you're like oh that's not great and then was, you see it in person you're was it, he wearing it ironically no he was an absolute gem, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, yeah so it's just good to know what gives you an actual reaction I was like oh you need a good old whack to the face. <laughs>
1: Do, just just on a side note is it important to either of you to be politically active like to have a very very strong opinion about any any topic that is that is that is current
2: not personally i think that everyone has a responsibility to be politically aware and educated yes uh just for the fact that if you're choosing to live in a society you don't get an opinion if you don't actively participate in the democracy.
1: If you uh, complete sufficient services by way of you know, having a, a job or running a business or whatever, and you pay your rent, you pay your mortgage, mm-hmm. you, you pay all your bills, you're not in debt, what more responsibility do you have to, to the society as a whole?
2: Nothing. I, I think that's perfectly fine by participating in society. Um i mean if i th- I think participating in elections definitely so, and talking to other people around you and your society to see whether or not the actions that you are taking fit in with the bigger picture of the nation
1: okay yeah okay see i don't i don't i I don't think any individual is capable <coughs> excuse me of. Having that, having that, that, big picture in the first place. They, yeah, absolutely, they can have a big picture in their mind of what, mm-hmm. um, of what they would like the country to go towards. The um, uh, the current issue of, um, gay marriage in Australia, which I yeah. cannot believe we are, you know, well, discussing. That it just hasn't hasn't been done. The important thing
2: is Andrew that <laughs> all the major political parties are one hundred percent for. Uh, gay marriage, but they really just need to spend one hundred and twenty dollars to see what everyone else thinks.
1: That's incredible. Yeah, so they they, they
2: and, their... and honestly <laughs> and not uh, monitor what everything is said. It doesn't have to be true. There's no laws about it. No. So <laughs>
1: <laughs> I don't get it. But that's but that's a, a classic example of of somebody's ideals uh, playing out onto yes. onto onto the greater society. And people genuinely being hurt um, by something that is not, yeah, absolutely not, not their business, not, um, not their purview at, at all. Okay. Oh, very good. Sorry. Yeah. So, what's my, happened? my two cents? Uh, actually, Andropolia has been reclassified from an inoffensive centrist democracy to an
2: offensive centrist, democracy.
1: <laughs> possibly <laughs> to a New York Times democracy. Oh, oh welcome to the party. Okay. Oh, you're in Europe. I Times believe democracy. I am. Yeah. Ah, very good. And the political freedoms have risen from excellent to
2: superb. There you go.
1: <coughs> so there have been some uh, changes from that. With the, with the statement, the, the um, <laughs> dedication to not implementing a, uh, a secret police force and allowing dissenters to say what they like, ideological radicality is up 65%. Good. Political freedoms and safety... Are up about fifteen. Wait, oh, you are safety. safer without extra police. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah, you. I know it would be. <laughs> <I> know. <laughs> this is this is incredible. Yeah, safety is a big issue uh, in in, in Entropolia. Uh, Charmlessness, intelligence, uh, up ten percent, and nudity up two percent.
2: Yeah, good. Very I guess good. those are all the traditional conservative values that would be repressed in a. Society with secret police. So one definitely one nu- would think. Nu- yeah. Yeah. One would think.
1: So safety up 15%. That's good. That's crime That's good. down 4%. Tourism down, unfortunately, 6%. What wonder
0: crimes down 4% or recorded crime is down 4%? Well. Because you would, if in theory, with the secret police that are finding more, quote, crimes,
2: it would... Oh yeah. Or you're trusting your populace more, so they're committing less crimes. That'd be lovely. That'd be true. I don't think that's it, but that would be
1: nice. Um, Corruption is down 18%. corruption
0: is down 18%.
1: Well, kickbacks per hour, there were 0.8 kickbacks per hour. There are now 0.67 kickbacks per hour. Down 18%. I think that's a fantastic result. And the big one, authoritarianism, down 57%. We are almost at zero Stalins. Wonderful.
2: Good. It's it's that point two five of a Stalin that you've got to worry about.
1: Mm. 0. 0.03 at the moment, oh, actually. Okay.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: so mostly, it's pretty, really good. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So very, anything negative at all? Or it seems? I mean, I, we all agree with the
2: decision. So I guess it was in the right direction. But
1: no, the things that went down, I wanted down. I, th-
2: um, I, I think any other decision would have led away from the Andropolian ideal. I think so. Yeah. And and the same goes for both South America. Oh and God, Australia. yeah. yeah.
0: Do you want to go next or do you want me to go? Sure,
2: no. I have an issue. Uh, (laughs) Apparently, on my way to work this morning, I noticed an unusually high number of orphans pickpocketing and asking for more from passing strangers. Yeah,
1: those damn Olivites.
2: (sighs) Realizing that this may put a stain on Zane Australia's reputation, I've asked for opinions on how to deal with this orphan overcrowding problem. You need to get, like, some sort of orphan wrangler.
0: Um, you've, you've allowed
1: cannibalism. How have they not become a, a delicacy? Probably
0: too young. So oh, pish. You've, you've got a city full of Olivers but no Fagans, and I think that's your
2: problem. Like, God you, bless you, <laughs> leader. But can't you spare a copper or two for us little cherubs? Meekly asks an orphan known as Minuscule Max, Aww. who has managed to pick my pocket without me noticing. The old orphanage is a right, sorry state. And no mistake, just yesterday we had to burn our caps and clogs to have something to warm ourselves by. All we're asking is that you have a think about us. Maybe fighting soldiers could get less and we could get a bit more.
1: Oh, he wants to take money away from the soldiers?
2: I mean, I'm not adverse. He's right, to that. do it,
1: do it. I don't need any other options. Do that.
2: You wanted better battle mechs. Battle yeah, okay. mechs take money, Sid. Okay, yes. I want you to have
0: battle mechs. I don't want battle mechs. I want no standing army at okay, all. Okay, if you
2: want me to have battle mix, I can't take money away from the military. <laughs> no,
0: you, you do. So you take money away from the military and you pump it into science to build the battle mix, and then you redistribute the money to the military to, power, to operate them. It's a two-step <laughs> program, but you need to take from one to fund the other one. And orphans are great battle mech drivers because no one's going to miss them.
2: Well, oh. let's see what The other I mean sorry, all
0: orphan listeners. I'm not like I am sorry, but also battle mechs. Like, am I sorry? Tony Sark's an orphan, battle mech.
2: I agree that these children should not be left to fend for themselves, but let's not be too hasty about lowering military funding, reminds my semi-compassionate minister of
1: hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place.
2: defense who can, prefers to kill enemies blindly. In fact, why do we even need these orphanages? These children are sponging off the government's teeth, and all we get in return is bloated welfare budget. All orphan children should be sent to military training academies, and then they can repay us for our generosity by fighting for our glorious people's republic.
1: Now that's so an idea... Andropolia can get behind
2: just putting them all into military school and into the army and into death hard pass Mm -hmm. on that one for me that's exactly what you wanted me to do yeah but for me i'm not gonna do that (laughs) i'm not gonna tell them to do anything all right i can't believe what i'm hearing gasps factory owner Ingmar Scrooge, who remarkably clean hands have never known a day of honest labour. How can we be sinking so low as to even consider wasting such a valuable resource on the military? I agree that we should get these kids out of the government teat. That's a typo. (laughs) <laughs> but we should lower the working age so that they can work and earn money to fend for themselves. Send these orphans to work in my factories, and I will pay them a very generous wage. Now the way that he puts inverted commas around generous leads me to believe that he's being sarcastic. Do
1: you think there were inverted commas around those inverted commas? That they themselves so were they're double sarcastic <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know i think our friends in juago have the right idea with their one child policy (gasps) suggests population control expert miranda blair Mm. while going over the latest birth statistics The australia has a population of 529 million and growing we can barely keep up as it is without adding orphans into the mix. I propose adopting Duego's one-child policy here, while offering generous tax incentives for the good people of zane Australia to adopt our remaining orphans. It may be a tad restrictive, but the people will thank me when we aren't suffocating on the subway.
1: I think you're going to go with that one.
2: Really, one-child policy. Yeah. It's... It's data-driven. It's probably the... At the moment, I'm leaning towards number one. Oh, really? To take money away from the military to put it towards welfare.
1: But then you're not removing the incentive for people to create orphans in the first place. These people are having babies...
2: Is an incentive?
1: They're having babies and then dying, and leaving, and leaving <laughs> on purpose. On purpose, <laughs> leaving these babies to be brought up by everybody else. How selfish is that? Uh, the military
2: is right out. I have no interest in military.
0: Zane, listen. I've spoken to you numerous times about battle mechs, mm-hmm. and I agree with your call right now. Swerved you? Yeah, no military. Don't be crazy. You don't need it. I'm, I'm not going to bomb one you. One
2: child policy is interesting in the sense that it does incentivize people remaining uh but incentivize people adopting orphans and limiting the no- the number of orphans that would but i don't think that a one-child policy would help so much with orphans and because of what we've seen happen in china
0: mm. Also, just going to say, we went on a gay marriage rant maybe five minutes earlier. Government should not be in the bedroom, period.
2: That is why this is second for me. Uh, I don't, I'm not comfortable having that much control over the reproductive rights of my citizens. Um, And I would honestly, Zane Australia wants to be a compassionate democracy. And (coughs) while welfare isn't always the answer, I think when it comes to orphans, there are very few other options that really go anywhere towards solving the problem.
1: You've brought up welfare, and that is at the heart of this issue. Mm. I agree that the government should have no business in, in reproductive rights whatsoever, but... If you're also going to be instituting welfare programs, and you know forcing people to, to pay into those uh, pay into those systems through mm. through taxes and through imprisonment if they don't pay those taxes, then you're in some way uh, making those people responsible for mm. the know, carefree attitude towards reproduction Orphans. that that, every, that I, everybody I think, else will will take. And I and
2: think you mean that as a negative. But I do australia does take that as a positive
1: no I, no 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 I, I i do if you if you do have a welfare program for mm. for any for any reason yeah you're you're implicitly making people responsible for you know, the reproduction or their yeah. or their own health or whatever whatever the, the the welfare is funding, so in that sense, if you do implement a welfare program, yeah you should be able to say uh, no you're only allowed to have one child or you have to go for you know, uh, uh, biannual uh, checkups to the doctor or whatever. Well, we
0: are taking similar steps here, at least in Queensland. I'm not sure this is an Australia-wide initiative, at least in our state, of they're looking at cutting um, pensions for people whose children aren't vaccinated. Like, they are looking at doing, like, interferal Mm -hmm. steps um, in the situations, sort of like you're saying. Like, I think that's the right direction. They should just
1: cut pensions all together.
0: <laughs> well, no, like, honestly, the one about, like, you want to get your kid vaccinated? Well, no yeah. food for you. I'm actually really behind because I'm like, get your kid vaccinated. You okay. get most of the right. free. right, we're, we're like, getting off going. topic.
2: In <laughs> an ideal Zane Australia, the government would exist separate, well, as a separate entity. So while everyone would be educated, motivated, and compassionate towards each other, the government would exist so that when they need something, be it transport, be it education, be it healthcare, the government exists for them to come to and leave from. So while they're not, we're not micromanaging everything, mm-hmm. we exist uh, or the government exists as, as, as a, both a safety net and an umbrella to protect the weakest and that is kind of part of the implicit contract that my citizens are part of.
1: The free market does it so much better.
2: The free market does, but I don't think the free I think the free market also incentivizes taking advantage of people.
1: Of course it does. Yes. What, what government what government system in existence takes away the incentive for cunts to be cunts?
2: Uh Zane Australia. Oh, of course, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, so you would be going for option number three, <laughs> where we take away the child labor laws, so that they can work. Yeah. Is that?
1: Um. Yep. Yeah, I would. I would get rid of child labor laws. Um. Anyway. Yeah. Uh, because they should, and, and, and minimum wage laws and, and such don't need them. They don't. They don't function the way that uh, that everybody.
2: So yeah, that but they that, do. that is the option here that Andrew Polia would take.
1: No, I'd probably in, 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 if if orphans were a problem, yeah, um, and they weren't being adopted in, and it was and it was a, a genuine problem. I think I would be tempted to implement a um, you know twenty year, thirty year one child policy, okay, just for just to cut down on one generation.
2: Right. Well, I'm I'm pretty comfortable with taking number one. So let's see what well, happens. was number one again, sorry. Uh, taking money away from the military. Oh, to yep. give to that's why I went with orphanages. Orphans would rather live their life of luxury than be adopted by prospective parents. Yeah, of course they would. Well,
0: if you look at US military spending, let's hypothetically take away a day of that, (laughs) and yet all your orphans are now billionaires.
2: School fate is a huge success. Hmm. Cinematic reruns prove popular. Warmer weather on the way, Forecast says. (laughs) Everything is pretty damn great, experts say. Greatness experts. Uh... No huge ups. Um, <laughs> but, but no, but between seven and two percent, we have niceness, public education, welfare, compassion, scientific advancement, tourism, pacifism, and taxation. So that's all a little yeah, bit yeah. up. Big downs, uh, youth rebelliousness down. Two hundred percent. Oh wow! Jeez. Defense force down twenty-two point two percent. That's not too bad. Weaponization down six. Charmlessness down four. Crime down four. That's
0: what was the one that went down two
2: hundred percent again? Youth rebelliousness.
0: That's funny. I would have thought if you went like the put them all into the military, I thought that would have happened there. Not give well, them. Also,
2: you're putting you giving them somewhere other than the street. No, yeah, true. Well, that'd be crime. Your crime statue go down if anything. Also rebelliousness, graffiti. And Wait, whatever. so number
1: one, put them into the military? No, or number, just no.
2: number diverted one, diverted military funding, diverted yeah. military funding, which
0: is why I thought if you had put them into the military, youth rebelliousness would have gone down it about two hundred. Yeah, of course. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, interesting.
2: Right. So, what issue do you have for Merica?
0: Possibly the most pressing issue <coughs> we've had to date. Uh, Submerica to hold the Olympic torch? It's a question. That's how it's phrased in the newspaper. I, I could tell. <laughs> um, I haven't actually read through this one, so this is going to be a fun time for me. Excellent. It, I like when all the answers like, hit me at one time. I'm like, oh, that's not good. Um, enthusiastic sports fans have been petitioning the government all week to apply for the much coveted honor of hosting the next regional Olympics. While most citizens are excited at the prospect of the Pacific-wide competition in their own country, some have expressed reservations about the enormous expense hosting would incur. Whoa well, hey screams Felicity Jordan, <laughs> captain of Suplexity's Premier Division Ballroom Dancing Team. Ugh. Finally a chance to show the world exactly how great I am. Everybody's always complaining that Sub America never does well in sport. And you know why? It's because we're never front of the home crowd. That's why. We're going to need a great big stadium. No, two stadiums. Whoop. Olympics. Olympics. I imagine she's running away now. Like chanting? <laughs> so, two stadiums. I like stadiums. She has appealed to the part of my brain that likes stadiums.
2: But is it Seb that likes stadiums or seb America that needs stadiums? I think if we had, I mean, without reading because the other options. seb
1: America will be paying for them, not Seb. Well, that's probably for the best, right? <laughs> um, for you personally, yes.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, without even reading the other options, having stadiums, so people could use them if they wanted to would help. It's a, it's, no. It's an extra facility that would no. exist that people can make choices with. No,
1: you don't just build stuff and then say, well, yeah, it's there if you need it. Oh, that's what yeah. America Is does, it, though. Yeah. You have the choice. Yeah. <laughs> you want to
0: host your gladiator fights? There you go. There's two stadiums.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah, but America also has a lot of really run-down stadiums because they they're, just There are American stadiums. Ones.
0: These are sub-American stadiums. They're made out of neon I don't know how it works. <laughs> My the scientists gas. will work it out. <laughs> oh, yeah. oh, great. Much as Kirby... That's not a name. <laughs> Let's go on <Reikunan. laughs> Spokesperson for the Angry Taxpayer Society. Oh, that's all we need. More things to pour money into for no obvious reason. Surely it'd be easier just to let another country host the Olympics and keep the cash. That last sentence was not meant to be sarcastic. Mm. Um then maybe it could go to something useful, like, I don't know, my wallet. Mm, Nope. Or maybe. Yeah, Yeah, I think he has a point. Yeah, he does. Just selfishly phrased, but...
2: Because he's a taxpayer. <laughs> no, he's not a
0: taxpayer. Well, I mean, they're all taxpayers, but he's an he's a spokesperson of the angry Taxpayer society. Yeah. Yeah, how dare yeah, but, he?
1: He hasn't. He has a personal interest in no, keeping his like, money.
0: But like, he's the spokesperson of the angry taxpayers. Where's the happy taxpayer society? Uh, okay. I like my right. police and healthcare. There's no such thing I, as a I happy taxpayer.
2: Ah, uh, the angry taxpayer will be, like, angry because they're not paying enough, enough tax. tax. This, person, <laughs> I don't think that, this person's uh, off message, <laughs> if anything. Um,
0: number three, we'd be missing an amazing opportunity if he passed this up, says Ray White, your minister of sports, but we've got to be in it to win. Simply building a new stadium won't be enough. We need to be funding new sports owners and hiring the best coaches for our entrance. You could put more money into public facilities too, like gyms or something. Then no one can accuse us of wasting ta- everyone's guilders. Ha. <laughs> I don't know why. He was literally like, ha, full stop, ha, full stop, ha. (laughs) Um,
1: He didn't mean to sound sinister. But he did. (laughs) Um,
0: I'm also not terribly against that one either. Like, building a bunch of facilities for everyone to use just gives people more options to do. Like, you want to go to these new fancy gyms? We actually have them now. Like that's an option I'm giving society if they want to use In them. in
2: that option. How many other options are there? One more. Okay. In that option, did he mention public outcry or need for that? On top of um, his wanting that?
0: Uh the uh, need to be funding new sports centers and hiring the best coaches. You can put more money into public facilities too, like gyms or something. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so but, but it was our public so facilities. Like so there's improving. no public
2: outcry for it, is what I'm saying. Yeah. So it would be a government decision to try and encourage populist interest in But apparently we have public
0: sports. gyms, which I don't think we have in Australia, do we? Like, are there Sure. Gy- do we have public in gyms?
2: parks, there's weight machines that are just installed uh. everywhere.
1: It, that's exactly right. Uh. Well, they're, they're <laughs> terrible. <Yeah. laughs> that's what I'm saying. Like Private <laughs> gyms... Private oh, oh, gyms great, <laughs> answer their members' needs exactly, <laughs> and they go after business. Government gyms are rubbish because you've They're got not a bunch even of gyms. They're, it's next exactly, to playground. You've got a bunch of bureaucrats making decisions that look good on paper, and that is all they achieve. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs>
0: Number four and final. There's nothing like a feat of strength to please the dull which it masses. Is there? Size Zeus Ebert flipping through 100 gambits for advanced Go players. It's so boring. Why can't more intellectual pursuits be given the spot, like like chess or debating matches? Ban organised sports and make it our make our dreams come true. <laughs> I think you'll find it comes out at a far lower price than the populist Olympics ever will. Mm. Hilarious, mm. but I'm not banning a thing. So that's yeah, outskis
2: banning is uh, <laughs> more than what you want. I honestly, Zane Australia would go with the angry taxpayer. Take the tax cuts. I think.
1: You don't need another stadium well, that is just going to be a graffiti target in the next five years.
2: Historically, Olympics are about public image, about tourism, uh, whereas... Uh, do you say America particularly want to encourage tourism?
0: I mean, every country wants to, in some part, have tourists come
2: in because it helps the economy. Like, But as, also... Also, giving your citizens a tax break would help the economy. It will also help
0: their choices too. Mm. Gives them more money to make more
2: choices. And there's there's nothing saying that if they want sporting equipment and sporting associations, that they can't go out and spend mm. the money that you give them back in tax on exactly that.
0: So let's go shorthand. One is spend money on stadiums. Yep. So it's, yes, Olympics money on stadiums. Two is no everything. Give us some extra money. Tax cuts. Yep. And three is stadiums and coaches and extra facilities. It's, it's like full dive. Yeah. More more so than two stadiums were.
1: Because the Olympics aren't coming. That is, that is why this, this this issue has come up, isn't it? Because the Olympics are coming to Sub-America. We'd be missing an
0: amazing opportunity if we pass this up, is the phrasing. It comes. So basically,
2: they're asking they want to campaign for it and to be taken seriously, they would need all this extra. And and they also, they
0: want to win it. So they want to hire all these coaches to get our Olympic athletes up to scratch to actually win because apparently we don't do that. Um, I think cutting them down to (coughs) yes, hard yes, and give my people a bit more money to make choices. It's going to have to, it will have to be tax cuts only because it then gives them the freedom to, now you've got an extra $100 a week, you can join that fancy you know,
1: private gym club. now if you want
0: to. Excellent. Good on you. Yeah. So I'm going to go last one.
1: Ah, brilliant. Sub-America finally making a good decision. <laughs> uh, talking point is organized sports are
0: frowned upon as frivolous. Uh, lightning strikes abandoned capital. Oh, thank God. <laughs> uh, tourism industry discounts benefit locals. Life more exciting, shorter. <laughs> so it makes sense. It's good. more exciting
2: and shorter. <laughs> Engine
0: room of economy ticking over nicely. Okay, so beverage sales went up 25%. Oh, no. You were, your people
1: were crying out yep. for a
0: drink instead of a run. <laughs> a retail went up 11% as a specific industry, and the pizza delivery went up 10 Apart from that, obesity did go up almost mm. 9%. So I guess all that pizza. And then the downs. Also,
2: all that no sport. That too. My downs. Which they chose
0: oh, not yes. to exercise. This yeah. was terrible. Oh, what did you do? Health went down 56%. Shoes. Uh, business subsidization went down 33%. Excellent. Taxation went down 4 That's So that's all that was I guess. But well, lifespan only went down 0.78%. But every choice I make always drops lifespan. Yes. I can't avoid that apparently. <laughs> um, it's because of all the
2: radiation. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but apart from that, everything else is fine. Like yeah, death rate went up almost 2%. <laughs> but
1: yeah, yeah. But at least the survivors are will be happy. They're dying free and happy. And with a bit
0: extra money in their pockets, yeah. which everyone knows helps get you into heaven. So <laughs> <laughs> good. Well, not the results I wanted, but the ones that I got. They weren't too terrible. Uh, I would have rather, I, on, if I was running this not with the sub American philosophy, yes. I 100% would have done the extra facilities one and just put it out there because it was improving public gyms. So the idea of having potentially nice places that everyone can go with no matter what their class.
2: Yeah, infrastructure. Would, yeah,
0: would have been
1: great. And that all sounds really good on paper. It all sounds it really good that people are going to go to these facilities and they're, uh, you know, they're going to be used all the time and they're going to be in good condition. But who maintains them? The
0: government, what a, right? <laughs> the the, the yeah, Me personally, exactly I right. heard everyone and clean it. No. Not only, not only <laughs> that.
1: Maintenance is one issue. What about what about the people that run these things? You don't think there's going to be some snooty receptionist who's going to favour her friends and give give them the good equipment and the, and the squash courts at at reasonable times? But that, any, could anybody any else gym. Who, that could be any gym. That's exactly right. But a private gym which takes money from its customers is not going to be. It, it, it's not going to last long if it's going to. It make, has the owners
0: to yeah customer yeah, service and all that but
1: that's exactly right. Yeah, but I mean like you,
0: you can get this everywhere though. Like what's a let's go with like a council bus driver. Like <coughs> they could hold the best seat in the bus a little reserve sign for their buddy to come on but they wouldn't. Like that's not a thing that would happen.
2: They could do it they're in the well,
1: no, bus drivers are lazy bastards. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yes. Your words not mine. <laughs> okay. Well, these right. are very interesting <laughs> things to discuss. And you know how you can do that. You can talk to us on social media. We do have a Twitter account and we have Facebook and we have email. So on Twitter, we're at World Order Pod. On Facebook is facebook.com forward slash a new world order podcast. And at Gmail, we are a new world order podcast at gmail.com. So you can be like John Cowley, Dylan Rock. Matthew Hannibal Butler, that guy sounds like a dictator. <laughs> and Jose Herrera-Neguez, who have uh, been interacting with us on Facebook. So like us on Facebook and, you know, go to Patreon because it will be, well, actually, it'll be at the end of this week that we upload one of our special Patreon-only episodes. Ooh. Yeah, so there's currently, there's two up there already and we'll do one every four weeks, so... Little as $1 a week will get you some great bonus content. All right. Thank you very much, gentlemen. As always, I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of Zane Australia, twirling forever toward the future.
0: Oh, my God, I get to do the new one. I'm President Sebastian of the United States of Sub-America. The best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be.
1: Is that (sighs)
0: meant sarcastically? Not even.
1: Oh, Sub-America, what have you done? We're looking to the
0: stars <sighs> and then looking down at you guys from the stars. We've you now got to the stars and we're looking no, down. No, you haven't.
1: I have been a consistent El Presidente, Jefe Grande Andrew Schossler of the Great Confederacy of Andropolia. Carte Blanche sans plume.
2: Until next time, gentlemen. <laughs>